0: Yes, welcome back to the Bowling Boys podcast, episode number four. I'm your host, Sam Nicola. Today, we will be talking about that game against Tottenham Hotspur. We'll be looking at David Moyes' transfers, and we'll be looking towards next weekend and our away game to Manchester City. Joining me, original Bowling Boys, Adam Bird and Michael Lilly, and our very own ex employee, Lloydie B. Mind the gap. Come on, you Irons. Yes, lads, absolutely buzzing with today's result. Tottenham this afternoon, 2-1 winners, West Ham. Lloydy B, our very own ex-WHU employee, has joined us today, along with Adam Bird and Michael Lilly. That's, uh, I believe that's another celebration for you today, Lloyd. Is that right? Absolutely. What win. What else are you celebrating?
1: <laughs> um yeah, put the question to the missus over the weekend. Oh, okay. uh, she's uh, <laughs> she's been on my case for a little while, so I thought, you know what, we're in, the, we're in the new gaff now, so I thought I thought I'd ask the question. Did you on, that mate. after the result? No, no. So a lot of people said that because she she stuck <laughs> a thing on, but I picked picked her up today. And it was right, she put the picture up right after the West Ham game. So, everyone thought, well, oh, Lloyd's obviously happy. But <laughs> it, it, it didn't coincide. We did it Friday night. And it was just a case of uh, we were quite hungover all weekend. So, we just hadn't really took a picture, to be fair.
2: What, one knee and all that, Lloyd?
1: Yeah, I did, did the whole knee thing. Oh, lovely. Yeah.
0: Happy days. Love that. Well, that's two celebrations in one weekend. Uh, let's get on to the game then. Lloyd, what's, uh What's your response to the game? Happy, I'm guessing? Uh, again, yeah, absolutely happy. Um, we're just... we're just. I don't think we, we played
1: massive like that well, to be fair. I just think we're just hard to beat. We're consistently hard to beat. That's how i sum us up. We started off really well, I think, in the first 10, putting a lot of balls in the box, and they looked a little bit nervous, and obviously we took advantage of that. Um, and then, again, for the rest of that half, we were pressing quite well, quite high up the pitch, hitting them on the counter as well. Um yeah, and like I say, once we got the second goal in the, the start of the second half, we we sort of sat back, which we knew was going to come, but bit of luck, good defending. We sort of rode the game out and got the point. So yeah, I'm
0: happy campo, over. Here. Yeah, I think um, what you said there about getting the goals, getting them getting getting them early in either half. Uh, that that always I mean, he made two. Did he make two subs at half-time? I think Jose and then. Literally within two minutes, Lingard puts Tony up and takes that takes that game plan away from him straight away. So I thought, I thought that was a really good start. Um, both goals very important. Lills,
3: yeah, mate. I think Lloyd's spot on. To be fair, um, Moisey sort of said it as well in his post match interview that he, he wasn't hundred percent happy with a with the performance. But um, yeah, like they both said, we're just, we're just hard to beat now, aren't we? We're hard to break down. Much more efficient going forward. In terms of the chances, we put them both away. Other than that, um, we did the ball away quite a lot, I think, going forward. Bowen did it a few times in the first half. But, yeah, we're just, we're just hard to beat now. And we we took our chances today, didn't we? And uh, I think we was actually doing better until the, the um, injury. When he came off for five minutes and we went back to to ten men, we sort of sat off a bit, oh. didn't we? Look like, obviously, you, you've got to. But um, we was actually going out in a little bit more before that. Um and then, yeah, that sort of killed the momentum a little bit. But, yeah, they've, they've done brilliant again, to be fair. So, no no complaints whatsoever.
2: Bird? Uh, yeah, I sound like a bit of a fucking parrot, don't I? But we are just hard to beat. <laughs> um, I, you can't really make too many mistakes around us now, either. Because when, when other teams do lose the ball in dangerous areas, we always just look like we're going to score on the counter. Um, I said it before, but even though... There's games where you don't play so well when you still get results. It's massive for us because that would have I I don't remember a West Ham team being like that, not playing particularly well and still picking up points. Do you mm. know what I mean against Tottenham and even these lower le- uh, league <clears throat> sort of lower teams in the league.
1: Well, like Spurs. Yeah, like Spurs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's
2: first. But um, but I think Moyes needs all the credit today as well, particularly from people like well. Yeah, me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, listen, listen. What did I argue? No, what did me and Lils have a massive debate over last week. And today, he's proved you wrong. He yeah. went four two three one. Not proving me wrong. He's proved me wrong. Why no, no, right. it you wrong? He's right. gone back to four he's, two. He's He's gone back to four two three one, which I asked for. He started with four attackers on the pitch, and we've come away with yeah. a win constantly. All well, was game more,
2: was Tottenham classed as your sort of. Big six traditional they were big, one six. Of the
0: big yeah. yeah. So yeah, everyone knows what I meant by that. Wrong. Tottenham were one of them. Has he proven wrong? You're saying, saying, wrong yeah, say. you're
2: saying that we're not going at these teams. It from the start that lineup, I, I didn't see one complaint that was so attacking. Even the game management, yeah. the positive changes before. Yeah. yeah. When when he's put yeah. Ben Rama on another time he might have brought Noble one that early, but he's made yeah. a positive change from the start.
3: I think you're actually
0: yeah.
3: you're actually taking his point there. That's what Nixy's
0: saying. I it's think. About, <laughs> th- yeah, th- this, Yeah, this is what I've been saying this whole time. This wh- exactly what Moy's done today. is what I've been wanting yeah, I know, Moyes but to know. What
2: he's proved you wrong is because you're saying he don't do it, but then he's come out and done it, and we've got three points.
0: Oh, okay, okay, I'm a, a little bit bemused <laughs> oh, by that because he, he didn't, he didn't do it for my my point in the past was he hasn't done it enough, we have... and then today he's gone and done it, and we've got the result from it. So now, just a quick one, I have rolled out a few stats last week. Now we've played 15 games, 1-2, and uh, t- t- both games we've won have both been played 4-2-3-1. Yeah, but it's not... So that's a 66% ratio the on the win. Or
3: anything like what, where we sort of found some common ground in the last few chats, Nick, is the transition has been poor, and the reason for that is probably more selection than set up. In my opinion, the notes yeah. everyone agrees the notes in the middle thing, like three minutes <clears> didn't work, yeah, but we were better today, well, we weren't better today, but we took our chances when we transitioned well in terms of actually taking them chances but we we did give away a ball a lot um in the other times, but he at least he's done a job against one of them teams now, and you see you see post match interview about Europe and stuff, see like I don't think. When you were saying Nick's about, um, I don't think he really believes. You need to make him believe. I think he always has believed we can get results in them games. Um, but we just had the players up there in this particular game to do the business in that formation.
2: And st- still, st- know, think... still, after every game, he's saying we've got more. We can go up a couple of gears. We've got more.
0: If, do, you, do you not think what you're saying there, Lil, is about the transition and things like that? Do you not think today that is helped by the amount of bodies we actually had going forward and the bodies that we had going forward. Because for now, for instance, like for now, next week against Man City, he's possibly someone I'd drop for, because you are going to need an extra body in there. But as long as you've got them three, Antonio, Lingard, Bowen, a three like that, who will turn and run at the defenders. Normally in these games, when we've got played the five or played Noble in there, you've got, either Antonio on his own, or you've tried it with Yarmolenko. And there just ain't enough people up there. Today, as soon as we was winning the ball and turning Tottenham round, they had three or four people all attacking. And in games in the past, my point in the past has been, we haven't had that there. We've only had Antonio chasing back. (coughs) And then they just play back to the keeper. And then all of a sudden, they've got the ball there, calm, they can play it. But today, as soon as that transitional period was happening, there was three, four of us All attacking them. And I think that's, by by choosing that formation and these players, rather than, like uh, Lloyd was saying earlier, and it happens all the time, you start eventually sitting back. That's how we was entering these games with with the one up front. But today, we started, for me, not on the front foot. Well, we actually did start on the front foot. Yeah, but you had them three or four boys up top. As soon as the ball went forward, there's there's more than one of them. So no one's isolated. And that's where I think the big difference comes in. And that's where I think it wins us the game as well, because Tottenham have got all of them to think about rather than just Antonio. I think
3: that's where we have agreed now, is we're happy to be hard to beat. We're happy to have certain men behind the ball and working hard or whatever, but you need the right personnel up there to be effective on the counter, don't you? So when we've played for, like you said, it's exactly. been maybe Bowen, Fornells, I don't know, Lanzini and Antonio, where really only maybe Bowen sort of that efficient going forward. Like, even four nows today, I think a couple of times he gives the ball away going forward and that. Yeah, it's, it's, you're, yes. you're all right to have them four. Like, Lingard still works hard, Bowen still works hard. But within them four, you've got enough quality to do something on the counter. I think that's where the where we agree. If you're going to sit behind the ball and, and do what we've done, be hard to beat, you have to have the right people up there to do something on the break. And though. also,
2: why? because you've just said that, the games that you was frustrated about most, Sam, most recently, has been Man United and Liverpool, hasn't it? And it... I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they're and the if, most recent and games, two, but it is a and spell in that's... in games, we haven't had Lingard. Mm. He's a massive factor in what you're saying about getting up the pitch quicker and breaking quicker.
0: I think he's great at that job and what he does, but, I mean, before Lingard, there were still players... Such as Bowen, um, Ben Rama, and Antonio, that still could have been done. Like what you're saying about Fornells, for me, if we say it next week at City, if, if we are to bring an extra midfielder in, then Fornells wouldn't be part of a three because I don't think he works on the counter. Today, I think he does because he's got the other three around him. But if you want to play on the counter next week, then I think you need the pace, trickery, the skill of Antonio, Ben Rama, Bowen, or a Lingard and not a 4 nails, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know, he likes legs
1: yeah. in there, though, doesn't he? Um,
0: Moyes. Yeah, that's the thing with 4 nails. He, he loves him for his ben work, work but I think if we're going to play on the counter... Yeah, exactly. So, if we're going to play on the counter, I think Ben Ramas more effective than 4 nails. But if he's going to play with a 4, then I think 4 can sit in the number yeah. 10 like he did I, today. I think with
1: the, the amount of running we probably expected today, we're going to need all of them, aren't we, at some point? Subs at the right times and keeping it fresh. Yeah. I don't know how he's going to set up. Interesting.
0: It, it will be interesting. But just um, staying on today as well, I just want to, and where I was going, I mean, I looked at a few bits today. Um, I think there was the Antonio Lingard chance straight away, and that comes from four now's pressing. Antonio wins the ball, and then Lingard is already on the move. And I, I, again, I think that comes from having three or four of them up front rather than just the one or two, you've got more players getting in and around people. Uh, I think you've already touched on it. Lingard, he's pressing, was just he, he's so on it. I thought, bro, did you text me? Has, has he as he done it, I think? Um, and then there was a wayward pass. And then the, again, that transition, one boy over the top. There's three or four of them. We're all turning them in behind. And yeah, I'll say it again. It's just having three or four of us up there, rather than one or two, I think makes a big, big difference. And like I say, we've three games now. We've played four, two, three, one against this set of teams, and, and we've come out with two wins with it in the five and the three in the middle. We haven't got one fit, uh, one win, and I and I think that says it all really. Um, I want I want to find out from you, Lils. What do you think about Antonio and the way he holds up the play? I thought he was brilliant today.
3: Yeah, he was. He's massive for us. Like, everyone knows he's massive for us. Um. It's one of them things as well. If, if we get a striker in, is he going to look to play whoever he decides to get in up front and then move him back out wide? Or has he found his place kind of up front now? But he's massive, he was causing problems big time again, wasn't he? So, um, and I think he's even more effective when he's got all them around him, like like you said. So, um, yeah, he was class again. I still don't think he's 100%, to be honest, because um, you see a few times he sort of thinks half you know, twice about making a run or not making a run, so... Um, I still don't think he's 100%, but, yeah, he was, he was class against that. I thought all of them were, to be fair, and... Um, yeah, if, if you look at the back as well, I mean, I thought Diop had a brilliant game. It's it's, it's crazy now, right? We've looking at our four centre-backs, thinking, you know, who's our best partnership? We probably need to get more in, you know? They're inconsistent, and now, any one of them comes in, and you're sort of making a case for them to start the next game, so... Um, yeah, the
0: players that we have got available, they'll just they'll just put a shift in every game in a minute. I thought Craig Dawson, and Diop, the pair of them. D-op, the way Diop's come in, in and just started, the way he's just slotted straight back in, I, I, I think has been a, uh, I think it's been blinding. Um, Bird, you got anything? Yeah, it's on that, interesting
2: mate? what Lil said about Antonio because, like my dad, my dad still sees him as a winger as well. So when we do get, say, we do get a twenty goal a season striker come in, does does Antonio get pushed straight out of the team? Or is, he, is Moyes then going to see him as a winger and then maybe he's got to fight for his position with Bowen?
0: Well, I think today, there was a, because, of, because of now the personnel we've got, I felt like today there was a lot of interchanging. There were times where I see like Lingard up front, Fornals was the one sort of in the number nine, if you like, with Antonio behind him. I think Bowen was probably the only one who really kept his position out there. I thought between the other three... They was really Yeah, I know it's a, a couple of side.
1: times even Antonio was tracking back on the right when Bowen, you know, when he went through and he tried to bring it down and he didn't know if he was onside or offside. Oh, that
2: frustrated me.
1: Straight after that, if you like, oh. straight away, Antonio <laughs> was defending the right back. Like you can see, him. he's so fluid, which is good to see. Yeah,
2: and the thing is, Antonio is just yeah. a workhorse, isn't he? Like, I know mm. he,
1: does, he
0: does score goals, but he is, yeah.
2: he's yeah. a born-a-child shop and a workhorse.
0: Yeah, when when I think he he starts off all our defensive pattern, because as soon as he goes from the top, that's what I feel like uh brings in the old team. If we wanted to find one negative for me today, not a big one, but if uh if we're gonna find something out of it. I thought Creswell was a little bit sloppy and I think he proved yeah. that for the goal as well when he lost Mora. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna slate him at all. I thought the whole team were brilliant. I thought Ben Johnson for the ten minutes he came on. I
2: think Crystal did start solid. well. A couple and of
0: times he sort of nabbed the ball off Kane, and I there were a couple of times, at moments in the box. Yeah, I just thought he took an extra touch. Ben got oh. in trouble, didn't he? Not throwing. Yeah, that poor. That was naughty. Um, so, and I just want to mention Moyes again as well. I think today, Bird, you touched <laughs> on it earlier. He, he subs in that were brilliant. I think, like Angelotti for yeah. Everton yesterday, instead of going straight. Like, it, it was 2-0, 60th, 70th minute. He didn't step back at all. He carried on going. He made like-for-like substitutions. And then when they got the goal, even with a goal, he didn't change it. He left it. And then I think with 10 minutes to go, I think everyone and it, it sends, was probably And it
2: sends the message screaming. to the players as well. Because when he brought Ben Ramer on, if he did bring Noble on at that point, I think the players then sort of know, right, we've got to try and hold this now. And we're, and we're going to be camped. Yeah, you're yeah, getting when ready when you to bring shut Ben Ramer up. on. They're thinking, oh, another outlet. We're still going for it.
1: Mm. It's a good message. I think, yeah,
3: he could half see that they were susceptible to conceding another as well. So, it, as much as I want to stay tight and hold on to what we got, I think he was looking at it from when did he bring him on about sixty-five. I think he was looking, thinking if we break it, we had a couple of sort of chances that never, never really <laughs> developed again. Transition weren't that great, but. um I think he was off
1: looking to nick another one as well, which is always my nice. Well, if I'm right in thinking, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure to say, you might be out of me on this, but he was actually about to make that sub before they scored their first.
3: Yeah, yes. So.
0: Yes. Yeah, you bang on. So he was even doing it then at 2 0 up as well. And, and like, like I say, I think that's the difference when you're playing with all these bodies up front. As much as people are going, oh, we're going to concede a second, I personally thought we could have scored yeah, the first as well I we could. on the counter attack.
2: Any team that's going for it, trying to nick a draw, are liable to concede another goal on the counter.
0: Yes, boys, buzzing with today's result, but enough about that game. Let's talk about David Moyes and his transfer policy. Now, we're all pretty happy, I'd imagine, with the players he's brought in. I don't think there's been too many uh, negatives when it comes to his transfer signings. Um according to my research, he has spent £85 million, Um, So it isn't the most, I suppose, over two spells. But what amazed me, probably doesn't surprise me with a ball, GSB at, is he's recouped £75 million as well. And on top of that, the, the signings he's brought in, uh, Socek, Ramana, uh, even Lingard on loan, uh, Kufel, I think I don't think no one can really argue with any of his signings that he's brought in. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, yeah definitely. Lloyd, what's your opinion on on Moyes and a few of his signings? <laughs> yeah, exactly that.
1: There's you can't really fault any of them from Ben Rama, Bowen, let's like say so Kufal Suchek. Even in his first spell, like do you remember when he had Joe Mario come in on loan? He 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 put put a lot of work in, and he he was a good good player, but. I guess going back to him not signing is what you would end up coming back to. No offense, Sam, but that's probably what what he's going <laughs> to come back to. But you think the last time he panicked by and he bought a striker, he bought Jordan Hugo in, yeah? Like I don't think he wanted another
0: repeat of that. No, so, wasn't. Um... Yeah, I mean that that'll be that'll be um, that'll be one of his negative signings for sure, jo- Jordan Hugo. But other than that, I think all these signings have been have been pretty spot Absolutely. on. But um,
2: yeah, all we seem to do is talk about who we should have signed this window, and it's getting on my fucking nerves to be honest. Because I genuinely think the board are going to have no choice but to back him in the summer. And looking at what he's brought in so far, like Suchek, Kufal, uh, Rama, if if he gets hundred million to spend, which realistically that's the minimum, we should be fine at him if he gets that money to spend and he spends it as wisely on, say, four or five players, we could be flying next year.
0: The the, the one thing that worries me with that um, is, is just, is is he going to get the money? That That's the big worry for me. Um, it kind of pushes me. I don't want to go on about January and all that. It's happened now. We've got to get on with it. We are getting on with it. But I do worry, will he get back to in the summer? I'll, I think we all know now and he's shown enough yeah. and he should have been back in January, but he, especially if we end up in Europe, he, he's got to get a good backing I am, from the ball. I am glad
2: this is going to sound a bit off key. I'm glad he didn't buy a striker in January. <sighs> I am. Go but, on. Well, because like you, like uh, Lloyd just said about Jordan Hugel, I think actually there might have been some method to that because weren't David Moyes' brother, Hugel's agent at the time?
0: Did I yeah, read that, that song? I for can't you? remember
2: that song. I think it rings I, like, the right. bell. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, just another panic buy or another striker for the sake of it that don't fit the system. And if we overpay in January, come to the summer we want to get rid of them like we did Haleir, lose half the money, then some more budget gone. It's risky, it's risky, but if we can get through this season with what we've got I he should have bought in a lone striker but, maybe.
0: Yeah, I was just uh, like, or someone on the Do three. you really want to go do you really want to go through the season we're having towards the business end, on the risk of keeping Antonio's hamstrings um, up up to speed, do you know what I mean? Because if we do lose Antonio, it's it's going to be a big blow. And, and I think that showed again today. He, he does so much for us. Um, I think it will be a big blow. But talking about Moyes and his signings, I just want to go through some. Right, uh, well, this is this is throughout his old career. Um, it, it quite surprised me actually because. I actually don't think he makes many bad signings at all. So when you are saying about saving the money and spend it in the summer, um, you you probably couldn't be more right. I think at Man U, he signed Juan Mata. Uh, I know he probably hasn't lit up the stage there, but I think Man U fans would probably tell you he's been a good servant. Uh, Most of these are going to come from Everton. And I think that they was all... They'd, everyone will know him from their time in Everton and probably say they're a good signing. So Fellini, uh, Fellini yeah. um, he was a decent player for Everton. Yakubu scored one in three for him, that ain't bad. Andy Johnson, one in three. James Beatty was only one in six, but uh, I thought the way Moyes likes to play, a James Beattie type player, he's, he's right up his street. So, And I don't remember hearing too much about uh, beat you yeah, ever getting beat around the bush, either. Uh, Kevin Morales, if we can remember him, I thought he was a decent striker. Uh, Johnny Heitinger, Nikita Jelovic, who came to West Ham. Les Scott, Distan Yobo, Elcutt, John Stones, Stephen Pienaar, Tim Howard, Arteta, Cahill, Leighton Baines, Phil Neville. So the defenders he, he tends yeah, to Yeah, he right. knows his stuff, doesn't he? All seem to be pretty bang on. And even from his time at Preston, David Healy. <laughs> wait, wait, what, Christopher what year this? Well, this would have been early 2000s, I'd imagine. Richard Creswell and Graham Alexander. Now, I don't know, Bird, you might not know too much about them, boys, but when West Ham were in the championship uh, back then, we, we <coughs> had a, we had some good games with Preston. So, and they, they they were a good part of their team. So even back to then, he's always made good signings. I looked at, I went through his whole lot. The only negatives I could really find... Do you remember, oh, I've got to pronounce it right, B- Bill Yar Lepdinov? Yeah. The, the Russian <laughs> fella with a left peg. Yeah. Now, nah, that ain't too good. Andy van Yeah,
3: awful.
0: Not great. Uh, now, nah, Sunderland, Jilabodji and Ndong. And I just think his old time at Sunderland didn't go too great anyway. And there he's major, ne- major negatives. Plus Sugil, you'd probably say. So, for me, actually, Even with Hugo, not a bad list at all. Hugo, you can't really
2: judge him much. He didn't get much of a chance to do.
0: But, I mean, yeah, no. a Premier League player, but, but I'm not going to judge him on Hugo. That list I've just reeled off there. Mm. They're all pretty pretty impressive signings, to be fair.
3: At least he, he knows who he wants and the type of players he wants, which I like about him, to be fair. It's, it's like, Obviously, look at, look at the players we signed on the Pellegrini. We spoke about this in a couple of pods ago as well. Just end up wasting money on players that like unproven didn't really fit the well. Definitely don't fit Moyes's method. At least he knows the type of player he wants, and I have more confidence in the ones he, he would buy, it, say in the summer, that he knows who he wants, he's targeted, and whatever. Yeah. Than, than buying someone like a Hugo or whatever that was maybe a panic buy or whatever. So at least he knows that type of player he's after. Pellegrini.
2: This- Pellegrini bought in Roberto to be number one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah i think we all know how that ended up lloyd i think
1: yeah i think he's he's done done fantastic like not only who he's brought in but you've got to think of like who's gone out as well you've got to imagine he's coming to this big squad it was so disconnected and it wasn't how he wanted it so breaking it back to bare bones with the plaza he wants he can now go on and build from that and also he's getting a tune out of the the smallest squad in the league at the moment. So, yeah, it is exciting to think what he could do with a, a couple more players. It does scare me to think that if you we were to get into Europe, like you know the amount of games we have to play, then um, yeah, you could have we could get, we could sneak into Europe and then next season finish like full teams. you know what I mean? So I don't know. It, it, he needs back in. Yeah, I totally agree with, uh, in in the summer. But yeah, we'll see see what we'll see what he does. It can, could be could be an exciting summer.
2: Joe, what else he's doing well? Last season, we was talking about Rice leaving in the summer because we need to be building a team around him. But I think he's doing that with... Hopefully, we get Lingard on the permanent Ben Rama. Um, even Bowen's good signing. I might put a bump for him. What? Ain't it in the region of 15 million or something like that? Yeah, I read, read that, yeah. That's going
3: up yeah, 5 million yeah, a week. I think that's, yeah. Yeah.
0: He's in his last year of his contract, though, so I ain't going to be going up much more. And someone, I spoke to a Man U fan earlier, they said uh, Lingard's going to end up staying at Man U, and I just I just don't see it happening. I don't see where he gets in that team. Well, or where he, yeah. get, where he gets a chance. Even Rio Ferdinand was
2: saying on uh, Super Sunday, I think, the other week, wasn't he, um, that he, he, he thinks Lingard's should start West Ham.
0: 100%. I, I just don't see where he gets in. He's going to be a bench player again at Man U. He's really enjoying his football. He's taking us up another level. You can see by his experience and being at being at that elite club in Man U, you can see that he's bringing that to West Ham. every game I've seen him play, he's just berating players for for not getting up the pitch quick enough, for not closing down. Everyone goes on about his fitness levels for someone who didn't play for so long. geezer mm. don't stop running. He, honestly, he he's a level signing along with Payet, as in he's making that team better. And if he carries on the form he's having, he's, hopefully he might be able to have the same effect that Payet had, had as well. Annoyed, Lloyd, um, going on what you said as well, I think another uh, fair assumption about Moyes these transfers, he's actually got rid of a lot yeah. of dead wood that was in that team. I think you'd look at the team now, uh, the squad even, and I, I don't think there's too much dead wood that you'd really actually want to get rid of. I mean, even Diop today or the last couple of weeks, he's had to come back in. Um he, he he looks good as what he was when he first signed for us. Are there any players you'd get rid of in the summer? Uh
2: maybe Lanzini if we can. I mean, we've got a lot of options in that position. I think Lanzini's time's coming up, to be honest.
0: I think yeah, I think that's a good thing Moise has done. You you can't we no. don't rely on him no more. A year a year ago we relied on Nanzini. And to think that now, a year I later... I would have he don't, he don't really get a look into the I squad. I would have...
2: Um, I mean, I was calling for Frederick's head a couple of months ago when I... But he can actually do a job when he comes on that. Like, I, I don't like him anywhere near right-back. But to do a job with Cousal, like when they doubled up on... On like... A, yeah. The right wing-back. Yeah, to do a
0: job there. I think... I've even pushed further forward on the pitch, yeah. So... Okay, move. So I think we can all agree that his transfer policy and the way he goes about things, he, I, I, don't, I don't see a, a negative there. I mean, the vast majority is all brilliant stuff. So going on to the summer transfer window, uh, has anyone got any targets in mind who you think that he might be looking at? I mean, I
3: got. A few. I said. I said on the other pod, I think Ivan Toney is a great shirt, and I've, I've read today that Leicester are looking at him and stuff like that. The, the guy scored, what, 24 goals this season for Brentford, 40 for Peterborough before yeah, that. He definitely looks like he's ready for the Prem already. So, I think Watkins has done something similar, any this year? Villa looks really good. Whether whether we'd be a top choice for him now, because he's getting to a point where I'm starting to think, like us say, Leicester being linked with him and that. Um, I think we need another centre mid because if if Suchek or Rice was to get injured now you're obviously bringing Nobes in and we've all got different yeah. opinions on Nobes obviously been an unbelievable servant I don't think he can play week in week out anymore for us um, especially like twice in a week and that so I think if we're going to be serious especially if we make Europe um, definitely need another centre mid and
0: who would you look one, at in, in that position one of the centre
3: mids that I watch and I like a lot is Basuma who plays for Brighton He's only, he's exactly only 24. Exactly he's a, I every time I watch him, and he's similar to the other two boys. He can properly play, but he gets himself about a pitch. But again, I read today that Arsenal apparently interested in him. So again, whether he's a feasible, um, I don't know. And I give if, I give you boys a text on the uh, on the WhatsApp group as well about noticing Chilwell being on the bench for Chelsea uh, a few times, and if he's out of a. Tuchel's, like, long-term plans. I'd I'd love to see him at left-back for us, to be fair. Yeah, but
2: yeah. I, 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 would, I was about to say about another left-back, but then I wouldn't want to get rid of Cresswell. I think he, he, if he's not starting, but Ben Johnson just looks so good when he comes on.
0: To keep him at left-back, <laughs> though, is, I, I think the way Moyes played... Especially when he does go five at the back, um, and obviously we like to get the ball in the in the box. I think it would be better to have a left sided player on there. I've got Charlie Taylor, who I've liked for a few years from Burnley. Yeah, good player. I think he'd be someone who we, I think he's someone who we could actually like bring away from there as well. Uh, Lil's in the centre of midfield. I feel, I like that. Is it Angissa at Fulham? Right. Yeah. Of. I think he's similar to the boys you mentioned and that as well.
1: Lloyd, have you got any targets you'd like him to look at um, in the summer? Again, yeah, I think Tony, he's, he's pulling strings at the moment in the championship. So he's, he's definitely going to be in the Premier, Premier League next year. But where he goes, I don't know. So be worth having a look at whether Moyes wants to get in a battle, a bidding battle with uh, other teams on that one. But I don't know, the other one for me I've always really, really liked is Adam Armstrong at Blackburn.
2: He's gone under the radar as well.
1: Yeah. I think someone like that could be perfect. Um, centre mid, I've not really given it a lot of thought, but, yeah, thinking about it, if we, if we did pick up an injury for either Suchek or Rice. But I don't know about you, that five minutes when he was off was the longest five minutes of my life today. Yeah. <laughs> Time <laughs> went backwards.
2: <laughs>
3: Mate, with, that, with, that, um, that, yeah. uh, that cut
1: in his eye, it was like when Tyson Fury, man, what was it, I've had that uh, fight against, uh, what, what was him was it? Well, you know, where his eye was yeah. busted like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: But watching it is a ref gonna call him off
1: is <laughs> gonna good. go off what's going on and he jumps straight back up but uh centre legend you know, go, yeah some, we ain't gonna get him but I I think he'd soup he's he's like a younger noble to me um like World Press.
0: Yeah yes I I, I was thinking this earlier but to learn the away from Southampton yeah. I don't know. I've got a couple of free transfers as well players running out of contract who if we make Europe I think we could look at all of them um, John Lundstrom from Sheffield United, I think, as a squad player, I, I wouldn't mind him coming in. Um, Sheffield United are obviously going to go down as well. Uh, Julian Draxler, Bloody he's hell. out of contract. If we make Europe, yeah, yeah, if yeah. we make if we make the Champions League, like, even Europe, I think maybe if they play their cards, or, I don't know. Moraga at uh, Porto, uh, as a striker, he's out of contract. And Juan Mata, he's 32 now, so I can't... That's that's what I was going to say to you. We're just centre-mid.
2: Does it have to be someone that's really young? Because, because... How long has Fernandinho got left at Man City?
3: I hope that don't involve a swap deal for Rice. Mm. That's
0: the only problem. Yeah, yeah. I'll see what you're going about. No, no, no.
2: But realistically, (laughs) how long has he got? (sighs) uh,
3: Your only problem problem is the type of player we want is... Someone who's good enough that if when a, them two got injured, they can come in and comfortably do a job. But trying to get that type of player and, and lure them away, like, well, perhaps, is he going to leave? Sit to on the bench. Sit on the bench. Yeah. He's not. Like, that's so it's a, it's a difficult yeah. type of player. But that's why I'm
2: saying Fernandinho, really yeah. where he's getting older.
0: A bit. <laughs> but he, he's probably still going to want to play. But it's similar. He's similar to the Tottenham-Harry Kane situation, ain't it? Suchek and Rice are our number two. So, Lils, you, you're absolutely spot on. You're looking at getting someone in who's going to be playing second choice. Yeah, but you look at games through, where really. you said
2: against Man City, you wanted that extra man in the middle, didn't you? Imagine Rajasutek and Fernandinho.
0: Yeah, but Fernandinho, I think he could probably go somewhere where he's going to play week in, week out. Yes. Enough about Moyes and his transfer policy. On to the fun part. First, we're going to talk about Man City next weekend. Me, I think we should line up exactly how we did today and give it a go. I think Moyes will probably go one less, and I think he will. I think he'll start four nails and he'll probably drop Bowen. I think he should bring Benramah in. Benrama, Antonio, Lingard. And then I'm assuming he'll probably bring Noble into the middle. That's what I think he'll do. That's what, if he's going to do anything, this is where I want him to keep the three boys up front who can actually counter-attack. I think he'll play four 0s though. But I've started to learn to trust him. So whatever he goes with next week, whether it be five at the back, Noble, three, five, bloody, all 10 of them defending, whatever. I'll, I'll trust him and, and see how it goes. But, uh, Lils, how do you think he's going to line up? Um, how do you think he should line up?
3: I think he'll go five at the back. Um, I don't think he'll bring Nobs in. I think he'll bring Johnson in and go five at the back. And I think he'll drop one of the front four. It ain't going to be Antonio or, or Lingard, so I think he's going to drop Bowen or out personally. So I think he'll line up. Um, but I think he should probably... Uh, go Harry did today because just like you say it gives us, at least it gives us an outlet having them, because they're all capable yeah. of, of getting back and doing their bit, it's not like they're, you know if they don't get the ball they're wasted up did they, there are they, so
0: It ain't form as it Yeah is. exactly,
3: so it's not like by not playing fire at the back they're not going to do their bit because they'll put a shift in Um so I'd probably go the same obviously get on to our predictions in a bit, They're just they're just so good man, I watched them again today and it was only one nil, but they battered them at the start. So <laughs> I'm...
0: I think Sterling could have had action yeah, in, uh, in sort of five exactly, minutes. Um, well,
3: while, while we got them boys up there, we have always got a chance of scoring a goal or two. <clears> so <throat> it'd be tough, but yeah, that's, I think you'll, I think you'll go five at the back personally.
0: Now, for me, this is probably the, the one free hit. The one absolute free it we we've got right now, especially with the form in, they're in. Did that take yeah. them up to 18 wins in a row? I think mm. in, in all competitions or, or whatever it is, it's just ridiculous. They're on that run again, so it's definitely <laughs> going to be a tough game. Uh, Lloyd, uh, uh, how would you, you like to, to, to I, see I, us go I up there?
1: exactly what you said, mate, with that one. Um, I feel we should not give them too much respect, but which we're, we're, it's not going to happen, we're going to do exactly what we did for United in the Cup and probably sit back a little bit and Obviously, you hit them on the counter. They're going to have over 70% of possession. So, you got to, yeah. I think Antonio will be key. At least, at least if we do go long, we've got someone that can hold it up and bring other people into play. But do you know what? Like, why not, mate? There's 1-8 on the bounce. It's got to come to end at some point. If we can nick a point,
0: anything, you know what I mean? You take it. Buzzing. Yeah. Yeah, I'll <laughs> take a point right now. <laughs> Even at 2 up at half-time, will um, still take a point. But...
2: Although we're in fourth, there's no pressure on us this game. And I think going away to City, sometimes it's not a case of, of winning or losing or drawing. It's a case of keeping the score down. Mm. Um, but having said that, I wouldn't play five at the back. Like you said, Sam, it is probably the one game that's a free hit for us. I would set up the same, try and give them no respect and just start with intent like we did today. Um we haven't actually beat City since 2015, which seems like a long time. I, I think that's that's right. You might have to check. Well, was but I've your, got a theory behind the it. <laughs> I've got a theory behind it. We haven't beat City. Jeez, we haven't bud. beat City since 2015. Go on. Up until today, David Noyes <laughs> hadn't beat Jose in 15 games. Like Lloyd said, their run's got to come to an end. Yeah. This is like Chris's conspiracy Illuminati shit. right? I think we're turning them over. 2-0. Comfortable win. We're going to be comfortable
0: with <laughs> <Three-nil>. it. 2 <laughs> I can't believe. Just to put a bit of context into it. Uh just before we recorded this segment, oh, Bird yes, told us all he's got a big stand <laughs> he's really impressed with. <laughs> it I've
3: actually I was, I was, it did... was
0: I've actually done I my was
3: research looking... <laughs> which you've just popped up as stat. any yes, other but Just that.
2: before this segment, I said I'm not a fat man, so I said, Oh, I've actually done a bit of research on it <laughs> as, 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 as
1: soon as you said it live, you, you immediately questioned yourself as well. You went,
2: yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, but I all also one if all we right, can well, stay in the game by 70th minute. Yeah. You see City today, they sort of went into idle. I know that's one new up. But, I don't know. If, uh, I, I, just, I just got a feeling.
0: I can't get over that. Right, all right. Well, anyway, Bird, I think we're all on the, on the same uh, on the same wavelength for that. We'd like to set up similar to today. It is a bit of a free, so we'd like to give it a go as well. And if we do come away with anything it will be a massive bonus. Um, and I think everyone p- will probably tend to agree with that. So, what I'll be after now are some predictions. I want to stay positive, but I'm going to stay realistic as well. I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. No, no. So, Lloyd? We'll go 2-1 City. That's probably more realistic than me. We'll Lils? go
3: 2-0, no, I reckon... They'll nick one. I mean, solid first half. They'll get one second half, and then one late on. Two
2: 0 City. Well, no, having City won't won't not score at home. So I'll say two one West Ham. We're we're them a consolation.
0: All right, nice, nice. Bird, you've uh, every prediction you've had on the show. It, it's been for West Ham. Yeah, so well, and liking, I put the one as the
2: well.
0: Always, every week, one of them's got to come in. Right, let's get on to Lloyd and your favourite West Ham seven a side team since uh, since you've been so, following the boys.
1: Probably a little bit. I'm not that much older news you, like, anyway, but listen to your team's uh, last couple of weeks. My keeper would have been completely different from my, my keeper's Ludo, Ludo McCloskey, and goal straight away. Um, I'm gonna go with Rio Ferdinand and Declan Rice playing that sort of defensive role in the seven. I've I've gone Scotty Park and Joe Cole in the middle with Paolo Cannone and Sevens up front.
0: That's not That that he's he's only got a couple more years. What difference it makes? No Declan Rio. That is some team. Just so we can get this just so we can get this bit right as well. It is all about our favourite players that we want to put into this. It isn't necessarily the best team. I think everyone knows because everyone seems to slate Hayden Mullies for God knows what reason. He seems to get a mention on every show we do at the minute, but he's like one of my favourite West Ham players. So this is what this part of the show is about. It's about our favourite players in the past or even the present, i.e. Declan Rice. Um, so Lloyd, Gary, you again game for us, um, please. Rio
1: Ferdinand, Daikman Rice. Um, I've got Scott Parker, Joe Cole in the middle, and um, Paolo Di Canio and Carlos Tevez up front.
2: That'd cause any defence havoc, mate.
1: That pff, is. I'll
0: take that for <laughs> <sick of laughs> yeah, he's it, right that up there. It... Yeah, we've got <laughs> just seven of them. Four. I'm on about the strike force.
1: <laughs>
0: not, not bad at all. Um, We're going to send something over to Twitter. I'm going to put out a poll. We had a question come in. What theme tune do you think the uh, the boy the boy band were playing? What, what, <laughs> what are they Boys to Men or the, or, or, the backst- <laughs> the zone or the Backstreet the Moys own or the Backstreet Moys? Our very own Lils came up with a Backstreet Moys. So anyone nicking that on yeah, Twitter? Yeah, that's doing the We rounds, are watching man. you. <laughs> we uh, so yeah, we're going to put this poll out on Twitter. Were, were they playing the, the theme tune to the Champions League, Europa League or Premier League? I think it's safe to say it ain't the Premier League and it's more likely the Champions League. I don't
2: know.
0: Anyone agree?
3: Oh, I'd say Europa, mate, still, unfortunately. Um, Europa? Yeah. still. still yeah, Europa, I would take seven...
0: six right now,
2: all day. I think everyone would. Yeah. Europa.
0: Yeah, no, of course we always Lloyd you can you open oh. the league More likely you open up I'll be dreaming of Champions League. <laughs> 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 Lads, thanks for today. I've had another belter. Uh it's been brilliant to listen to you all. And Lloyd, you've got a cracking seven aside side team now. Let's go over to City next week and let's get a result.
2: <laughs> <There's all your> <laughs> <champion>. <laughs>
0: Thanks to everyone for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. You can follow us on Twitter at the underscore Bowling Boys. And if you have any questions or want to be a guest on future shows, don't hesitate to DM us. We've been the Bowling Boys. You've been great. See you next time.